This is the Find Her Sparkle podcast and I am your host, Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and well-being coach and a mum. I am here to help you find your sparkle again. We are going to chat about mum life, mindset, self-development, calling yourself out when you need to because life isn't perfect, right? And basically learning to be a happier version of you. Think of this as your time for you. I'm here to help you understand yourself more, feel more self-confident and navigate the ups and downs of life. If you're ready for all of that and more, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. This is episode 125 and the very first episode back for the year. So welcome. I hope that your New Year's and Christmas and holiday season was really beautiful. Um, I know that it can feel a little overwhelming and stressful for some people and that is what today's episode is going to be all about. So this is for you if you have been noticing that you're feeling a little overwhelmed, maybe you're feeling stressed, maybe you're feeling a little burnt out. Maybe you just kind of haven't started the year off with a bang like you were hoping that you would. And you are kind of then noticing that comparison might be coming up. Maybe you're looking at what other people are doing on social media and feeling like you should be feeling better or different than how you currently are or how you have been. I feel like at this time of year, so if you're listening to this at the time of recording, we are three weeks into January and that even just like blows my mind at the moment. I'm like, how are we three weeks in? Um, but I feel like with this topic, we've got two kind of different sides of people where on one side, we have the people that have really started the year off how they were hoping to, and they've gotten really into the new year's resolutions. They're all like new year, new me, or, you know, really having a really great focus on how they want to be feeling, what they want to be doing. And they're really like all in on those things and they're feeling really great. Then I feel like on the opposite side of that, we've got the other side of people where they're maybe not feeling so great. Their holiday season has been quite overwhelming or busy. And, you know, I don't think that we take enough notice of how we're feeling when we are socializing, because, you know, it's not a surprise that at the end of the year and the start of a new year, there's a lot more opportunities for socializing. Kids are on school holidays. If you have kids, um, there's more likely chances that you're catching up with friends and family members and all of those beautiful yummy things but we also kind of forget that that takes us out of it takes it out of us sorry a little bit as well and so I think that we don't really take that into consideration and think like okay how am I giving back to myself how am I recharging my batteries as well because I'm giving outwards of myself and I want to be seeing all of these really special people in my life but I also want to be giving back to me so that I feel like I am at that level that I can give these people the attention and and the affection and love that I want to give them and that they need. So that's all of the things that we're going to be talking about today. But before I do that, I want to give you my recommendation for the episode. And this is such a great one. So if you have a Spotify premium account, you actually now also have access to audiobooks. And I found this out towards the end of last year. And I mean, double whammy. It was great because I love listening to audiobooks, but also great because I had an Audible subscription too. So it meant that rather than paying for two different subscriptions, I can now pay for one. 
So I've kept my Spotify subscription. You get up to 15 hours of listening time for audiobooks a month, which for me is fantastic. There's such great audiobooks on there. If you're kind of in the like self-development, personal health, like mind, mindset and space, and you would like to be listening to some books on that, I would say my two recommendations would be How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole Lee Pereira. And let me just jump into my Spotify and see exactly what the other one is called. So it's called The Vegas Nerve Reset, and it is by Anna Ferguson. So you guys have heard me talk about her on here before if you are a previous listener. And I have mentioned her in one of my recommendations on her Instagram account, which is Anna the Anxiety Coach. And she has such fantastic information over there on ways that you can regulate your vagus nerve, which is one of the things that controls the cortisol and adrenaline in your body and essentially makes you feel stressed and overwhelmed. So when you can regulate your vagus nerve and like her book says, when you can reset your vagus nerve, you are more likely to feel present. And in the moment, you are more likely to be able to bring yourself down from those really heightened states of emotion quicker. And Anna's just amazing. So they would be my two book recommendations. So you kind of get like a three in one there. So Spotify premium, if you have that account, you can listen to audiobooks and they're my two favorite audiobooks at the moment. I might get a little bit of a list together for you and actually pop a little list uh, in the next episode for you for some recommendations. So without further ado, let's jump into today's actual podcast episode. So what I want to be talking about is a few different things that are going to be leading you to feeling like you're in a funk or feeling like you haven't necessarily started the year off the way that you really wanted to. The very first thing that I want to touch on is comparisons and expectations, because at the end of the day, these are your biggest undoing when you are feeling flat and you're jumping on say social media and you're having a look at what everybody else is doing you know and all they're doing all of the things you know they're catching up with their mother's groups or friend groups or family members and they're taking the kids to the park and they're doing their morning workout and they're doing their meditation and their breath work and they're eating all the healthy meals and doing all of the things if you're feeling like you're lacking motivation And then you're logging onto social media and seeing all of these other people doing all of these things. The chances are that is only going to make you feel worse. So the comparisons. So very first step is noticing where you are recognizing comparison coming up for you right now. So think about over the last like week or two, where were you feeling bad about yourself? What were you doing in that moment that you're feeling bad about yourself? Who or what? were you comparing to? Now, expectations is really similar to comparisons, but different. So the likelihood of the expectation that you had set on yourself, it would be something along the lines of potentially, all right, like the end of the year has been really busy and quite hard and I'm feeling super overwhelmed. I can't wait until January and I'm just going to be doing all of the things that I know are going to help me to feel really good and that's going to get me into a really great headspace. So if you are familiar with something along the lines of that, this again is setting that expectation bar really high for yourself. You're setting the expectation that you're going to be feeling really good, that you're going to be feeling really motivated and that you are going to be doing all of the things. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't do the things, but it just means that again, you're going to be beating yourself up about not feeling great. And this is why I don't like positive vibes only. So if you haven't listened to my 
Positive Vibes is Bullshit episode, definitely go and give that one a listen. But the reason that the Positive Vibes movement really irritates me is because, yes, like we have like everything has its strengths and limitations, right? So the strengths of like positive vibes and, you know, look at the positive side and all of that kind of stuff is that, yes, we can be looking at the positive side of things and that and that can help us to feel good. But the limitations of that, in my opinion, are so much bigger in that then that means that when we're not feeling great and we feel like we're in a funk or we're noticing that we're not feeling super motivated, it's like, well, now I feel bad about that. Now I feel like I shouldn't be feeling this way. And we get stuck in this cycle of, well, like now I'm feeling bad about feeling bad and I'm beating myself up and the negative self-talk spiral starts. And how are you ever going to feel any better with that? So I think also another practice that you can do is just think about what are the expectations that I was setting on myself or my life or like just the start of the year for me? How did I want to be feeling and how has that been matching up lately? And I think like the biggest thing to remember as well with this is every single emotion and feeling that you have is valid. And every feeling and emotion that you have coming up for you is trying to tell you something. Now, I'm going to take a bit of a stab in the dark here and guess that if you've been feeling like you are in a little bit of a funk or you're not feeling the best, there's a good chance that before that, before you started to notice that you're feeling a bit flat, you were probably overworking yourself and you're probably feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you got to the point of burnout and you were over-prioritizing everybody else and everything else. And that's okay. That happens from time to time. Now what you can do for yourself is actually start to think about, okay, what does it look like to start reprioritizing me as well? What's that quote? It's not about me. I'm not going to get it right. So I'm, I'm going to put the quote up on my Instagram for you. It's something like, it's not about only me. It's all about me too. No. That's absolutely not right. So I'm just going to go and find it for you and I'll put it up on my Instagram. Okay, so the next thing that we want to be doing, so we're noticing our comparisons and our expectations. The next thing that we want to be doing is bringing in acceptance. So acceptance is going to be your key point here in moving forwards because what acceptance can help us to do is just be like, okay, you know what? It's okay. I'm human. Like I am allowed to go through my whole spectrum of emotions and I haven't been feeling great. That's okay. That's normal. It's normal for these feelings to come up for me. It's maybe not ideal and it's not how I was hoping to feel. But now it's time for me to start to look at moving forwards and what that could look and feel like for me. And that is as easy as acceptance has to be. Yeah. Now, the next thing that we're going to be doing is giving yourself grace and time to recharge after being extra social over the holidays. So I already mentioned it, but there's a good chance that you've been doing some extra socializing. The social calendar and your calendar in general has probably been extra full and there's extra things that have been happening in your life over the last, say, two months. Where have you been giving back to yourself? What have you been doing for yourself? What does rest and recharge look like for you at the moment? And this is also where I want to bring in the concept of the big gulps and the small sips. And what I mean by that is when you're thinking about your self-love, your self-care, you're giving back to yourself, 
our big gulps, they are the things that are, you know, they might take like half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. Maybe it's like a half a day or a full day thing that you are able to do for yourself and allocate time to and prioritize that time. Our small sips are the things that maybe only take like a few minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes. They are the things that on the days that you are feeling busy and overwhelmed, feel more achievable. What I would actually love for you to do is go and make a list of big gulps and small sip things that you do for yourself that you know help you to feel like you've rested and recharged. So a big gulp thing might be that you come to one of my workshops. (laughs) Um, It could be that you take time and go and get a massage or get your nails done or spend time with a girlfriend or, you know, go for a walk on the beach by yourself with your headphones in for like an hour and really just have that space for yourself. They would be big gulp things. They're not things that are necessarily able to happen every single day if you're living a super busy life, but they're the things that you know help you to fill your cup. Our small sips would be something like maybe you listen to your favorite song in the car on the way home to kind of change up that mood for yourself. Maybe you pop your headphones in and you take yourself into your bedroom, close all the blinds down, make it dark and listen to a five minute meditation or do some breath work. Whatever the things are that help you to feel good, make sure that you've got some things in both columns so that then the next time you notice that you are feeling overwhelmed or stressed or you're feeling like you don't have time for yourself, instead of having to then go and think about it and make another decision, you've got that list in front of you already. You've done the brain work. All you need to do is actually pick something from those lists. The next thing that we want to be doing is setting a realistic goal or achievement or expectation that you want to be working towards. So if that's a goal, maybe you have a goal for like three months, six months, 12 months time. Like what do you want to be doing? Is there something like physically that you want to be achieving or doing that's been on your mind? An achievement could be related to a goal that you already have had or integrating it into a habit that you already have. So like an achievement could be something like, let's say you go to the gym and you've decided that you've been doing 20 kilo squats and you want to make it to be doing 40 kilo squats by the end of the year. Maybe, for example, for myself, I would love to get back into running this year. I'm just trying to fix up my arthritis in my feet. (laughs) Um, But that's going to be a really big goal for myself and an achievement that I'm going to be working towards this year. And the thing with achievements is I know sometimes people really dislike the word goal and like goal setting. The idea of goal setting is very like work or high school or, or sorry, like university kind of takes them back to those days and they don't necessarily like the idea of goal setting and that's totally fine. Maybe you're thinking about an achievement that you would like to be working towards or an expectation that you would like to work towards. I know I spoke about expectations not being a good thing before, but we can use them to our advantage and we can help make them help us work towards feeling how we want to be feeling by setting that expectation and making it feel really empowering. The other way that I like to look at this is relating it back to a feeling because at the end of the day, and you will know this if you've listened to my five whys episode and goal setting episode, I can link that in the show notes for you. But 
the reason that we do the five whys around setting a goal is because the goal is not actually the goal. That's your surface level. That's the thing that you think that you want. But when you do the five whys and utilize that as a tool, it means that you get deeper than that surface level and you realize that that goal is actually connected to a feeling. And so you want to essentially be feeling that feeling. And one of the ways that your brain thinks that you are going to be able to feel that feeling is by achieving that specific goal. So let's say, for example, if somebody had a goal of purchasing a house this year or next year, I would guess that the feeling underneath that when they do the five whys would be something like, I'm going to feel proud of myself. I will feel safe and secure it's a big achievement that I want to be ticking off my list again. I'll be feeling proud. So, you know, there's the feelings and it's actually about the feelings that you want to be feeling. And the cool thing about that is when you can recognize how you want to be feeling and what's connected to that goal, it's not only that goal that is going to get you that feeling, but you can be focusing on that feeling outside of that goal as well. Maybe in your work life, your home life, your family life, your self-care, what is the feeling? How do you want to be feeling this year? Now, I've got a really great meditation on that for you as well. So I will also link that in the show notes. But I did a really fantastic meditation, like a new year meditation. I think it was last year. Maybe it was even the year before. And it's really great for just giving yourself 10 minutes of space and downtime to actually get really clear on how it is that you want to be feeling, especially if you've been feeling overwhelmed or like you've been feeling like you're in a bit of a funk and you're a bit flat. Sometimes that question of like, how do you want to be feeling can feel really hard to answer. So if that's you, go and have a listen to that podcast episode And really what we want to be doing then moving on from there is when you can get clear and you know what that feeling is, the question then is, okay, how do I want to be feeling? What could I be doing today to move towards that? And you can make this an everyday practice. And some days it might be big things that you can be doing for yourself or in your habits to be moving towards that feeling. On other days, it's like, okay, you know what? I'm just aware that that's how I want to be feeling. And I'm just going to be putting one foot in front of the other and working towards that. Now, the very last thing that I want to touch on for today's episode is really getting clear on and thinking about what routines are cohesive with me feeling this feeling. So another way that I like to look at this as well, and something, an exercise that I've done with a lot of my clients last week, because a lot of them have kind of come in to the new year and they're like, okay, I want to be doing all these things or achieving these things. I'm like, awesome, let's do it. What I want to know though, is if you could imagine yourself in like two years time and you have either achieved these things or you're well on your way to achieving these things. And you are looking at yourself in two years time as the ideal version of you. You are looking at yourself and you're thinking, wow, I'm so proud of myself. I knew I could get there. I knew I could be doing these things. What is that person's habits and routines? What is that person doing? And what has that person been doing regularly to get themselves to that point? that is where the magic is. Because when you can recognize that, what that activity does is it actually takes you out of you currently and helps you to imagine. 
Again, like I said, sometimes when you're feeling a little bit flat, it can feel hard to answer these questions of like, okay, well, what do you want your morning routines to be? Or what do you want your habits to be? It's like, I don't know. I'm just feeling shit. And that's okay. If that's what's coming to mind, using activities and exercises like this means that you can kind of disconnect from the present moment for a little bit. You can imagine, you can forward focus, and we can start to think about, okay, if I could imagine and if I could really be thinking about myself in two years and having achieved all of these things or really working towards achieving these things and feeling really proud of myself, feeling really grateful, knowing that I've been putting in the work, what are those routines and habits? And then we work backwards from there. Okay, what would it look like for me to start integrating some of these into my life now? Because when you do that and you start to make these little changes now, they are the changes that are going to make the bigger differences in 12 months and two years time. So I hope that that all makes sense. I guess when you're thinking about your routines and habits as well, again, everything come back, comes back to the feeling. How do I want to be feeling? What am I doing with my routines and my habits day to day, week to week that are helping me to feel really good? What is the feeling I want to be feeling and what in my routines and habits is helping me to work towards feeling that feeling? And there you have it. That's my podcast episode for this week. I know it's a little bit of a shorter one, but I don't want to take up too much of your time when I know that we're already very busy people. So I will leave you with this one today. Of course, if you have any questions, if you've got any suggestions for any other podcast episodes, maybe you've got a question about something that's happening in your life at the moment and you want to know a little bit more about how you can move through it. You might be feeling overwhelmed or anxious about something. Send me a message over on Instagram anytime. My ears are always open to listen to anybody's questions or things that they're struggling with. And I am more than happy to always keep it anonymous so that we can have a chat together and we can kind of run through some different scenarios. The chances are if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or anxious about something, there's somebody else out there that's feeling the same way. And we can, when we can create beautiful discussion around these things, we can make it feel more normalized. I can help you and give you some tools and techniques to actually be moving through these big things that could be happening or small things that could be happening in your life for you. So thank you so much for being with me here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, whatever it is that you're doing. Jump over to my Instagram, amy underscore Rankin, whenever you like, shoot me a follow and a message and I will talk to you really soon. Thank you so much for being here with me today for this episode. I would love if you could screenshot to your socials if you have enjoyed the topic and it would really make my day if you can rate and leave a review on whatever platform it is that you listen to your podcasts on. It really helps to get more eyes and ears listening to the episodes. If you have any questions you would like me to answer or topics you would like me to talk about, jump on over to Instagram and message me. It's just amy underscore Rankin or finding her sparkle pod. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next episode.